Grace and peace to you from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, how are you? I mean that. How are you? Because if you're like me, you're tired. You've had just about as much as you can take of the news. You're tired of the coronavirus. You're tired of the isolation. You're tired of not being able to travel and see your friends and your family. You're tired of the fear. You're tired of the hatred. You're tired of the bickering of our politicians and governmental leaders who seem more wrapped up in pointing fingers and taking jabs at one another than serving the people for whom they've been elected. And if politics and coronavirus weren't enough, You're probably tired of people suffering violence and death, and you're tired of people burning down buildings, and you're tired of people who just seem to not be able to get enough of outrage and destruction. If you've had any doubt whether sin exists in our world, just turn on the TV, go on the internet, and watch what is happening. It's enough to make you feel hopeless to feel weary, to feel like we've been trapped in a desert wasteland of death and destruction for as far as the eye can see. And dear brothers and sisters, the truth is, that's exactly where we are. We're living in a living hell. For Satan is loose and he is delighting in the fruit of his harvest. And you might be wondering, Why does God allow this? Because he wants you to see the truth. He wants us to see what we have done to his good creation. He wants us to see what we have done to the image that he placed within us. He wants us to see and understand Because he wants us to see the condition that we have brought upon ourselves. And it's easy to believe when we turn on the news that that sin is out there in the world. That we alone are righteous. But let me ask you, do you know how to fix the mess we've made of the place? Do you know how to pick up the pieces of the shattered world and put them back together so that we may dwell in brotherly love and unity? And if you do, I have another question for you. How perfectly have you lived that out? Or have you not been able to keep your cool as well in quarantine with a soothing voice and of love? Have you sometimes maybe let your temper boil over? How do you think we should be handling these situations? Do you think more talk of, of love and tolerance will help? Of equality and justice? 
Perhaps we need more punishment. Do you think that getting the the right president or governor or mayor in office would fix it all and make everything all better? If only we had the right leaders in place. No, God wants us to see and understand that if we continue to stubbornly insist on our own way, then billions of people will be lost and eternal, to eternal destruction and condemnation in our own time. He allows for all that is happening because he wants to create in us a thirst for a new way, a better way. Recently, I've been hearing all sorts of messages about how if I truly love my neighbor, I will engage in this or that behavior. And even more, if I'm truly a Christian, I will speak this way or that way on racism. I'll speak this way or that way on the coronavirus. But amongst all these voices seeking to make the world a better place, Do you know what has been starkly missing? Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Dear brothers and sisters, if we believe we can figure our ways out of this mess, but we don't turn to Jesus, then we are severely mistaken. And will only make it worse. And speaking of Jesus doesn't mean telling someone that if they truly love Jesus, then they will agree with you or do what they want you to do. Speaking of Jesus means telling them of what Christ has done. And it means going out of your way to serve those around you that they may know of Christ and of his love. For when we finally realize that we can't dig our way out of this hole and give up on the futile pursuit of our own righteousness, then we can see that Jesus has already given us something new, something better. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. If you are tired of the fear, of the hatred, of the destruction, then the only answer is to come to Jesus. Only his certain hope can overcome fear. Only his love can overcome hatred. Only his life can overcome destruction. For indeed, he already has overcome And he desires to give you his own righteousness that we may overcome as well if we but seek him. And I do not mean to seek Jesus in this world or even to seek him within within yourself, but to turn to the place where he has promised to always be and meet you in his word, in his sacraments, in his body, the church. For we know that Christ has ascended, that we will not find him standing on the street corner or in the temple. 
But he has ascended so that he could be with us in a new way, a better way. Though we have utterly corrupted his image within us, for all of those who thirst and come to him, he has already begun restoring within us his own image by the power of his spirit. And he binds his spirit to those means of word and water and bread and wine so that we may know without a doubt where we may come to receive Jesus. And as we come and receive him in faith, brothers and sisters, we drink in that Holy Spirit. And he enters into this wicked heart that does not love God and does not love my neighbor as I ought. And he sets to work. And it's a constant work because Satan and the temptations of this world never cease provoking the sinful flesh, never cease driving me to despair or to hate or to apathy so that I must continually return to Christ in repentance Continue to drink in his spirit that the new man within me may be strengthened, that I may actually become humble like him, so that when the world hurts me, I do not seek to respond in kind, but instead I fall down on my knees and say, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And as we are remade, we are able to share the love of Christ in word and deed so that others may in turn learn to thirst for him. And when they do, we bring them to his body where they may come to him and receive his spirit in word and water and bread and wine. And when you are weighed down by that darkness, wearied by by sin, by the hell that surrounds us, know that Jesus is with you and that his spirit is working in you and through you. And when you simply cannot endure another moment, you may know that you can rely on his strength And he will bring you through. Like one lone candle passing its light to the next. One by one, we can slowly see the love of Christ reaching out into this darkened world, spreading like wildfire, so that others who are tired and looking for a new way, a better way, may drink from the well of salvation that water that river of living water that is flowing from you. And each time the world gets a little brighter, the burden gets a little lighter, and the love of Christ is increased. Brothers and sisters, Jesus has you. He is holding you. He is protecting you. And he will never let you go. He will never let you down or lead you astray with a false hope of healing or a false 
promise a security. He will never let the flickering of flame of faith in your life go out and be extinguished. For this is why the Spirit was sent into the world. Not to wow or to please, but to kindle in the hearts of us the fire of His love. To remake us into the image of who He created us to be. That billions may not be lost in death and condemnation, but instead that they may turn and have life in Him. And with us, drink from those living waters of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.